Thank you for joining us. I'm Paul Wilson. And I'm Jaden McKinney. And you're listening to Diesel Performance Podcast. Jaden, uh, returning to the show today, you've been with us a few times before to talk a little bit about sled pulling. Uh, I heard you got to get out in the uh, the old Ford Power Stroke there again this weekend. Yeah, we got to uh, bust her out at, right here in our hometown at McHenry County Fair in Woodstock. Nice. All right. Uh, give our listeners a little refresher on this truck. So it's our uh, shop. Well, not really a shop truck. It's one of one of our R and D trucks. It's a seventeen F three fifty Power Stroke. It's got uh, the Carly suspension on it, uh, built trans, Stell sixty four S and B intake, and Whirly traction bars. Nice. So uh, this truck has competed at King of the Streets in the emissions equip portion, which admittedly was only against one other truck. Uh, but it did get to go out and have some fun. You've sled pulled with it a handful of times before. Yep. Uh, and uh, we do we sponsor a, a Stell Series shootout with the uh, the local sled pulling club by us ISP uh, Illini State Pullers. Good group of guys. We're always happy to get out there in the work stock class. Um, man, this Woodstock pull is usually one of the smallest pulls of the year for the work stock class it doesn't generally bring in a ton of trucks at least not in the last few years but my understanding is that was not the case the yesterday no not at all and yeah i would agree with you most of the time McHenry county is kind of lackluster i know they usually do split it up like sometimes they have like an early set of polls and then there's a later set of polls yeah so maybe it's because i'm not usually at the early set that i don't see the whole thing but yeah they did everything right away on a sunday morning bright and early and yeah i think i think the guy said there was uh, 190 hooks 190 hooks yeah i don't think i've ever seen more than like 90 so oh my goodness and that just one sled out there they have two sleds luckily there was two or i don't think we would have got out there until <laughs> all right so walk us through your day what was it like well you know rough start to the morning but got out here got got the truck up because i i drive the truck to the event yeah so we had our uh the uh, LB7 go out, which was trailered and everything. So I stopped here in the morning, helped him make sure he was loaded up, ready to go. And I just jumped in the truck and drove there, pulled up, expecting it to be completely dead because it seemed like there was a little weirdness on the time because the schedule originally said 4.30. And then uh, I was come to find out it was 10 a.m. Big Oof. difference on a Sunday morning. Yeah, no kidding. So, yeah, we were like, there's no way. it's gonna be, No one's going to show up because they switched the schedule last minute. We pull in the parking lot and we're like, holy cow, it's a madhouse. <laughs> So yeah, we roll in and uh, just the usual pull in, jack up the back of the truck, throw my axle stops in, tr- dump the front tire pressure, and sit there and wait for, I think it was about four hours between driver's meeting and by the time I actually made it up to the track. Oh my God. Yeah, that could make for a long day, man. Uh, sitting around for, yeah, four to six hours, wait, waiting to go out and sled pull for, for what, 25 seconds out on the track, <laughs> right? If it was that, I think I got lucky. <laughs> now, now, uh, Let's talk about tracks a little bit. So we've seen up here in the Midwest, we get we get some really nice tracks. I know I've been out to places where the, the clay is just right and it's sticky, but oh, yeah. it's not sliding all over the place. The guys who are doing the prep really know how to pack it down and scrape off that top layer, clean it up really, really nice. McHenry County, we've always found that we have a good crew, a good ground crew out there oh, yeah. working with maybe the worst dirt in the area. <laughs> yeah, that's... I don't even know if it's dirt. <laughs> <laughs> We've called it the sand pit before. It's definitely, it could be a tougher track, especially later in the day. It's one of those tracks we kind of see it generally fade away as the night goes on. Yeah. Uh, so the more and more pulls, when you're dealing with that dry of dirt and that kind of rock-filled, almost sediment, um, 
we we run into some tough spots and usually we find a couple of low points or or a dip in the track or anything like that what was it like last night going out there looking at it so it's funny that you bring that up because I when I got there I actually looked at the track and was pretty optimistic I was even telling Jake who brought the uh, LV7 out there I was like hey track looks pretty good today but come to find out where the last last class of the night and me personally was the very last hook of the night <laughs> so by the time we got out there it was completely different than it looked in the morning and I don't know what happened because like obviously between each run they have you know the Packers come by the little cultivator with sprays a little bit of water down but they would run the water truck like every hour because it needed it it was super dry out there and then about after about noon one o'clock water truck was just gone and I'm like I don't know if they only bought one tank of water for the day oh or no what, but they weren't really spraying it down so after that point you could really just see guys having a harder time getting out of the hole right around the 150 200 mark you'd see you'd hear the rpm skyrocket from guys losing the tires yeah yeah so i mean i mean it could be I, honestly i thought it was better than kane. kane okay kane's track was really rough for me kane county now we haven't been pulling up at isp for a long time with kane county so i think the only time we've gone to kane was maybe the first time was last year or the year before yeah uh so two or three visits out there Oh, man, I always remember their track is set up in, in kind of an awkward spot where if yeah. you were to shoot through it, um, generally at the end of a sled pull track, they like to leave a lot of open space or maybe run you into a cornfield field yeah. or a bean field because God forbid you break away or you or you get a runaway situation, you're going to run into somewhere safe. Uh, Kane, when I've been there, there's generally a giant dirt mound and then an entrance to the fair right on the other side of that dirt mound. So yep. if you were crazy <laughs> enough or, or something went horrible enough to launch you through the dirt mound, uh, you got a pretty good potential at mowing over some kids or some grandmas. Oh, yeah. I mean, and it's not like it's a wall either. It's a dirt mound, so that can turn into a ramp pretty easily <laughs> <laughs> you got enough speed. And us stock guys, we don't run uh, tethers, so I mean, if yeah. we do break away... You better be quick because better be on those brakes. Yeah, that motor's going to still be cooking. (laughs) Okay, okay. Uh, Track conditions a little bit better than you expected, but man, they do have a tendency to go way over the night at that track there. Yeah, Boone is where I'm hoping for Boone because Boone generally they got a really nice clay base over there, and generally their track's usually really good. So I'm hoping for. Boone to be the best yet. So Boone's the third leg of the shootout. Uh, what we do is we have guys go out to all three events, Kane County, McHenry County, and Boone County Fairgrounds. Uh, ISP does three sled pulls with them pretty much back-to-back. I think there's a week or two gap there. Yeah, I think just tomorrow in Carroll County and Midget, or <laughs> Milledgeville. Yeah, yeah, Milledgeville. Uh, yeah, which are, are, are a cruise for us. Those are quite a ways out. Yeah. Uh, so, so we've learned that, Hey, some of that farther stuff, we don't have to go, right? Yeah. It's, it's, we're not gonna, we're yeah, not in any sort of points race just to, uh, do a 30 second drag is, eh. it's tough. It's tough. Cause you Five do end up driving. out there and you know, like a weeknight in Milledgeville work stock is definitely the last class. A hundred percent. So, so, you know, you're going to be sticking around there for a late, late, late night. Yeah, so like, all right, I got out of here at 10 o'clock and now I got a two and a half drive up hour drive home yeah and i work in the morning right right well that's the thing too is this is all like volunteer time so it's all like oh no i'm doing this for fun it can't impact my work negatively yeah so which i I probably won't get to do it for fun anymore uh now boone county uh we generally have the best turnout at boone county yeah uh depending on the day and the night and all those little variables that go into it but generally boone county we get a really good turnout it's an awesome stadium i really like their their bleacher setup and uh their grandstand and everything is really really nice and the fair is a little bit bigger it's a little bit more spread out so you know if you're going to go there and 
go kick around and spend some money yeah. on some bad stuff, it's a good idea. Oh yeah, I think they got <laughs> they probably got the best variety out of the fairs in our local area. I'd say it's probably the biggest, nicest fair of them all. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree with you there. And it's not too far away, which is always a good oh, good handle on it. <laughs> all right, so we're going out. Um, in the work stock class, what are some tips you would give to a guy who maybe is is looking at a similar situation to you? What what are you planning on doing different in Boone County than what you did in McHenry County? Um, that's a good question. Uh, so, w- Kane really kind of threw me off because we went we're going with like a whole different like I think I said on the last one we're going for a different gear start, a different like just out of the hole strategy. Which then Kane's track completely threw that plan in the dirt. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, we're going to McHenry. McHenry's is generally a little bit better. I'm like, so let's retry again. And then I get there, track looks great. All right, I'm gonna run through my head, though, kind of how I'm gonna do it. I'm going, I think I'm gonna go for a third gear start, and try and you know get in a hero gear fourth, <laughs> and track it as far as I can. But then as as I kept seeing guys having harder and harder time getting out of the hole, I mean, there was a couple guys that they, I mean, they just sunk immediately. They, they didn't even budge the sled and just sunk right into the ground. Oh, like, ooh, and actually. The uh, right before me, that's the truck right before me. He did that, and then the guy starts waving me up, and I'm like, "The guy just put four massive fucking holes in the ground. Do you want me to go start in those holes?" And I'm like, "Whatever." And the guy waves me out, so I start to line up a track, and then finally I see the tractor coming down, and he's like, "No, no, back, back out." I'm like, "Well, thank, thank you, because you put me in a massive disadvantage if I got to start in someone else's ruts." Yeah, right. <laughs> So, yeah, as I got out there, I was like, you know what? And coming out of the hole, yeah, I could feel the tires go right away, and I'm like. I'm Abandoned ship on that plan right away. I'm like, let me, let me do every I can to hook up, and I'm just going to run third gear all the way out. There you and go. Okay. You did 318 feet, so which got us a third place finish in the work stock class, just I think maybe three feet behind the first place. Oh man, but we were right there. Yeah, that's a good night. That's like, man, if I would have been first in the order, who knows what would have happened? Oh yeah, 100. percent I I was happy with it because coming out of the hole, I was like, ooh, this is not going to be a good hook. But then by the time <laughs> I made it to the end of the track, I was like, you know what, I can live with that. Yeah. Yeah, so so now uh, now you're you're actually in the running for for a company sponsored uh, event. So for the shootout, I think there's a cooler that's given away. Yeah. We'll show up with some swag or something cool. Um, but yeah, that that's that's going to be an interesting one. Are there any? Have you started to notice a, a reception? You've been pulling now for what two years, three years with yeah. the company. Three years. Three years with the company because I remember you used to take out the blue LB7. Yeah. You had, a, you had a good season with that. Yeah, that was the start of it. And then and then the Ford you kind of picked up on last year. What is the community like? What is the culture like when you're at one of these pulls? Yeah, you can definitely tell it's it's definitely a community driven sport because it's. You, you definitely recognize the same faces at most of these events. Even some of the ones, uh, like the first year when we, we did a lot with the LB7, and we were going down to Mendota, Pontiac, Paw Paw, and I was like, even even down there, I'm seeing the same guys that i seen all the way up in Woodstock. Yeah. So, yeah, it's definitely like a, a culture thing, I feel like. And the more the more you're around, the more people start to like, hey, what's going on? You know, what are you running? And, yeah, it's it's definitely at first like I, I could see a new t- a new guy coming in being a little intimidated because nobody's nobody's gonna really go out of their way to be like oh hey I'm this guy right but if you kind of just like work your way into the groups people I mean people are super friendly like if you need weights you need branches air compressor everyone's always more than willing to help you out it it is always very much like that where where everybody wants to help there's really not a ton of like 
oh, I can't give anybody advice or things like that. There are guys, as you get up into some of the bigger classes, who maybe are a little bit more competitive, a little bit more close to the chest with some of their their details about their truck. Um, But generally, to be helpful, uh, everybody wants to get in. And now you being in the only emissions-equipped truck that's pulling in this league at all. In fact, last year, I believe we put out the shootout. I offered $1,000 to the emissions-equipped winner. Uh, and nobody took us up on it. So yeah, we got one other emissions equipped truck by accident. And yeah, I just happened to be there. I was like, I'm gonna see if I can truck it. They're like, Well, do you know about the bounty? He's like, What bounty? <laughs> like, well, you kind of missed out at this point, but there was one. Yeah. So, so you're the only emissions equipped truck out there. Uh, have you had guys giving you a hard time about the truck? Uh, what's the reception been like for the truck at the events? Actually, the, the reception's been. Uh, overwhelmingly positive it seems it seems to be creating a lot of buzz around it like people are like wow really the thing still got the emissions on it and you're out here with it what are you doing like i think <laughs> i think the stigma around the emissions is like you you go on a drag strip or you hook up to a sled and do something like this it, your, your, your emissions going to melt down and you're going to have issues which, yeah it has not been the case with our truck well they do put a gps tracking device into your dpf yeah. so that way the epa knows if you're at a sled pull or a drag race and they can explode it with a remote yeah exactly. that, that's how emissions works uh, no, That's why of we left them on. Right? Yeah. <laughs> um, it, it is interesting looking at this where where now that you got you know that that three year mark into the the work stock class, this is generally when guys start to think about building a bigger and badder truck. Uh, I know Nick has that UCC build down there, the big block Cummins. Oh yeah, and I've been poking. Any eyeballs on that? You yeah. you, you think we're going to get it out this year? I I think I might have them. I I it, what before it was a yeah no. <laughs> now it's like you get the you know the, the little head nod. Yeah, and he's like well, he's thinking about it, and I was like, eh, I know we can't really run it in too many places. I'm like, what do you think about pawpaw? Because you know at the end of pawpaw, you're literally going into a bean field. So, right. You know, worst and that's case the scenario. last pull of the season, if I remember yeah, correctly. That's the yeah. season ender for uh, Labor Day weekend. Yep. And he's like, eh, maybe. And uh, I, I adjusted the linkage for him on the transmission, and he was playing with it out in the, the uh, parking lot. And I, I seen the smile on his face when he lit the chargers, and I was like, <laughs> oh, I think I can get them. So that, that poor truck, that poor truck has had a hard life. It took about a year to build, uh, about two days on a dyno to window the block, took another year to get the engine back, took another three to six months to get the engine in it. Um, took another year of collecting dust, uh, pulled one time at Pawpaw, I believe, yeah. uh, dropped the transfer case and the trans right out from under the truck. And then, and then some parts got sold off of it. I think when it was sitting, yeah. uh, and then now, now it's, it's back, it's running. It, it is, you, you know, you hear. You hear a lot of guys with like a, a VVT or an LML or an L5P and they talk about like the jet sound. Yeah. <laughs> Not even fucking close. Yeah, like I don't think you hear your turbo after you heard that truck. Triple S five hundreds on an eight point nine liter is just it's absolutely fucking insane is yeah. what it is. Have you ever been close to an airport and had like a plane take off over you? It's is about as close as you can get. <laughs> I love it. Well, I'm excited. I would love to see that truck back out on the track, see it doing something cool. Um for you, what about you? Uh, if you don't get to get out in the UCC truck, do you have? Would you like to get into it to a higher class? What What would be the class you would want to pull with if you could pull with any of them? I mean, if I had unlimited budget, probably like the the sixty five hundred guys or something because that looks like a lot of fun. But I mean, realistically, the next step would be Hot Street. Yeah, Hot Street. What uh, What's different about the Hot Street class than the Work Stock? Uh, I believe it's a larger turbo size that they're allowed, but then the uh, 
it's an actually ISP sanctioned class. So you, all the safety rules and come, you need drive shaft loops. Uh, I think you need the bag around your trans, a couple other things. I think you need a, a roll cage also. I'd have to look at the rules. I'm not fully versed on them, but yeah, there's, it's definitely like a, it's pretty close to stock, but it's like that step above. Yeah. Yeah. The work stock class, uh, isn't actually an ISP sanctioned class. It's something that ISP does for the, um, for the venue to offer a work stock class. It's a yeah. great recruiting tool because anybody can bring their vehicle in and pull it. There's no tech. No. Uh, there's no points. You're not running for a season. It's one pull, then the next pull, then the next, and next, and next. Uh, so the, it's really cool in that aspect. And we do get a lot of guys who show up to all of the polls, and they always yeah. pull in work stock. But eventually, people generally want to build up to the next class, and that – that uh, that hot street or, or outlaw class—they've called it different things, different places. Uh, that hot street class is pretty cool because you're able to kind of up your game. You're into a, a higher horsepower vehicle. Uh, you're actually starting to do something with like, you know, making real power and getting really competitive because now you do have a points race. You do have, you know, payouts at the end of the season and things like that. So it's like it's a real class. Uh, and you still have a somewhat streetable truck yeah. most of the time. I see that you're right, 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 riding that line of like a fully purpose-built pull truck to yeah. like a dri- daily driver kind of. Well, not daily driver, but you know, like your weekend truck. Yeah, absolutely. No, that's a good way to put it. That's a good way to put it. Well, hey, I'm excited. I know sled pull season. We're coming up to a, a wrap up on it here sooner than later. Uh, so I'm just glad to see that we're getting out there. Listeners, if you've been thinking about sled pulling, get over to your local county fair. Get over to your local brush pull. Uh, jump online. Find out where the nearest sled pull is. Go check it out. It's definitely a lot of fun, even from somebody like me who always laughs about, you know, it's the most fun you're going to have under yeah. 30 miles an hour. Uh, it still is a lot of fucking fun. Oh, yeah. I mean, even Jake just did his first hook ever the other day, and you, you can see the smile on his face. <laughs> and it's, it's, I've told him, I'm like, man, you're never going to feel another adrenaline rush just going 300 feet down a track at, like you said, 20, 25 miles an hour. <laughs> it's definitely a rush. That's awesome. Well, Jaden, thank you uh, for coming and joining us today. Thank you to our sponsors. Uh, guys, we'll be back next week uh, talking about more stuff around diesel performance. For today, this has been Paul Wilson. And I'm Jaden McKinley. Thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us today, guys. Uh, this has been Paul Wilson. And Chris Emke. Make sure to like and subscribe, and we'll talk to you again soon. Uh, you got a pretty good potential at mowing over some kids or some grandmas.